Hello and welcome to Her Soul, the podcast where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and every week I share with you pieces of me and my experiences in hopes that you'll find encouragement in whatever situation you may be facing. It's my soul, but it's your soul too. It's every woman that listens to this show. It's the shared experience of womanhood, the show for girl talk from another Christian girl's perspective. Welcome to Her Soul. Hey y'all, welcome in to this week's episode of Her Soul. It's your girl Camille Allison and as always, I'm so happy that you all have decided to join me for another week of just good old conversation, good old soul searching conversation, right? I hope that you guys have had a wonderful New Year celebration. I hope you guys are off to a great 2021, that you're geared up, ready to go, feeling confident and motivated. And speaking of confidence, this week, you guys, we're talking about insecurity. And specifically, we're going to be looking at our friend from the Bible, Gideon. We're going to analyze his story and look at how this applies to us, our lives in this current time, this current day and age, and in your current circumstances. You may notice a little bit of a theme between last week's episode this week and the episodes to come for the rest of the month. Um, but really, I want you guys to start looking at, you know, purpose, calling, goals, and how certain things within yourself may or may not be holding you back from accomplishing them. And so today we're going to be just addressing some simple questions. Why are you stopping yourself from fulfilling the purpose that God has placed over your life? And why do you talk yourself out of bigger, bigger goals and bigger aspirations, success? And then also, why are we so critical of ourselves? So to analyze this a little deeper, we're going to look at our friend Gideon. His story can be found in the book of Judges, chapter six through eight. I do encourage you guys to go in your own time and actually read Judges six, seven and eight. Get an understanding of his story for yourself. Okay, so just a little bit of background and historical context. So basically, if you're familiar with the Bible, you already know, but Israel stayed in this constant cycle for a very long time where they would be obedient to God and then, you know, they'd get comfortable and then they'd start to act up lots of times through idol worship. Idolatry is um, a major thing that we see during this time. And, you know, they just be comfortable doing wrong and living sinfully and ignoring God, not, you know, answering his call. You know, God would tell them the error of their ways. He would show them and tell them, you know, some consequences that they would have to um, face. And they just would not listen. Right. And so consequences would ensue. They began to suffer. You know, they would be placed into wars. They'd be enslaved. They'd be held captive. They'd have their land taken over, etc. God would just constantly be talking to them, like recognize the error of your ways, you know, repent. And Israel just would not listen until the consequences got bad, right? And they got so bad, um, they finally repent. After all of that, after all of that struggle, they finally repent and say, Lord, please forgive me. And lovingly and graciously, every single time, God will forgive them and he would set everything straight again. And so this was just a cycle that continued, a pattern that continued time and time again. And this time with Gideon was literally no different. Okay, so we're introduced to Gideon as he's threshing wheat in a wine press, which usually sat in a valley. 
Threshing wheat was most successfully done on the top of a hill where the wind blew best because it allowed for an easier process. He was threshing in this wine press in this valley because he was hiding from the Midianites. And the Midianites were the chosen group to cause torment to the Israelites at this time. And they were currently inhabiting their land. So they would take their resources basically. And this is why Gideon is sort of hiding. He's doing what he's supposed to do, trying to gather this food for his family. And he has to do it while hiding because he doesn't want the Midianites to come in and steal from him and take from take from his family, basically. So while he's there securing the food, the angel of the Lord appears to him. And in verse 12, follow along in your Bibles if you'd like, um, but I'll give you a brief little overview. In verse 12, he says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. And Gideon immediately replies almost pessimistically. And basically, it's like, if the Lord is with us, then why is he letting all of this happen to us? Does this sound familiar? You know, a lot of times people doubt. Um, but basically, Gideon is saying, you know, if God is who he says he is, and he says he's with us, and he has our best interests in mind, then why is he letting us go through all of this struggle and strife, right? Um But then in verse 14, the angel of the Lord just delivers Gideon's call to him by saying, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. And this is where we see the onset of self-doubt and insecurity. And this is our major theme for today's episode. In verse 15, Gideon says, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. And you know what? God just tells him that he will be with him. So the first thing that we can kind of analyze from this story is that God uses common people to do his work. Write that down if you're taking notes. God uses common people to do his work. So this means you and me. And what I want us all to kind of internalize and realize is that you don't have to be a celebrity or someone with a major influence to be impactful. Your ministry could literally be your coworkers or your family. It's not necessarily one for the masses. You know, your ministry is wherever you are in your life at this very time, right? Gideon was a farmer who struggled with self-confidence just like us. And he was called to deliver Israel from Midian. He was a farmer who was called to be a warrior, a common working man called to take on such a big task. That can be scary. And similarly, you might feel the task that God has called you to is too big and very scary. But like God did with Gideon, he promises to be with you. So the second theme for us to take note of is that God uses us in spite of our limitations and in spite of our failures. Um, So we doubt ourselves, right? We are the ones who put limits on our own abilities, our own capabilities and things that we can do. And it could be, you know, past experiences that we've had that may stop us from fully living out in our purpose, fully living out in our call and who God has um, basically said that we're to be. And those setbacks could actually be stepping stones to get us to the place where God wants us to get us to where we need to be. But the insecurity and the fear of failure can definitely stop us in our tracks. For sure, Gideon was afraid and he doubted his abilities. But one thing to keep in mind, to keep in the back of your head, y'all, is that our strength comes from God. And then my third point is that living in unbelief can stop us in our tracks. Really internalize that, y'all. Just living in unbelief 
Living in this self-doubt will stop you in our tra- in your tracks. So in chapter 6, verses 37 through 39, Gideon demands um, that he be shown two more miracles as proof that God was truly calling him to his task, right? He delayed fulfilling his task, fulfilling his call, and obeying God because he wanted to be absolutely sure. And this is an indication of unbelief. Fear often makes us wait for more confirmation when we should be taking action. And I just went through this recently, re- recently um, with something that I'm dealing with. But again, this goes back to placing our faith in God that he will fulfill his promises. So I've got five um, takeaway points that I want you guys to just be motivated by, be inspired by, to internalize and to truly take seriously. So the first one is that God has the final say so about who you are, not people, not your circumstances, not even your own beliefs about yourself. None of that can override what God says about you. The second one is that God will meet you where you are and graciously walk with you through your fear and your doubt. When Gideon questioned God and asked for repeated signs to basically verify the call, God could have gotten angry with him for being so reluctant, but instead God obliged and was patient with Gideon. The third one is that God's way doesn't always make sense, but our confidence lies in him. Gideon went on to defeat the Midianites with an army of just 300 men and no real weapons to fight with, might I add. Okay. In fact, the tactic that the Lord used caused the Midianites to flee on their own. It's not what you think of um, when you hear that Gideon defeated the Midianites, but by God's way and his will, it was so. My fourth point. God believes in us way more than we believe in ourselves. We are our biggest critics, and sometimes it's hard for us to see past our true potential. And then number five, when it's all said and done, you guys, do not forget to give God the glory. When your task is um, being lived out and you're walking in your purpose and you're doing work for God and work for the kingdom and you're answering the call that he has placed on your life, when whatever it is as you're walking through it or as you complete the task, do not forget to give all the glory to God because without him, without his strength operating through you, none of it would be so. None of it would be possible, right? This um goes into the concept of pride versus humility. Are you gonna be taking, you know, um, you know, taking all the compliments and the rewards and acclamations? Or are you going to attribute your success to God and what he's done through you, right? Are you going to humble yourself and acknowledge him above all else? We are nothing and can do nothing without God. We are nothing and we can do nothing without God. All praises to him for what he does through us. So to wrap it all up for you guys, I just wanted to leave on this um, thought, this point, right? Initially, Gideon was insecure. He questioned his call and he asked for multiple signs to validate his call. Does this sound familiar to any of you at all? Like how many times have you said, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, then please give me a sign. And you know, how many times has he actually given us a sign and we just refuse to ignore it or we just can't believe that that's actually, you know, what he's telling us to do, right? Lord, if you really want me to end this relationship or to pursue this job, then just please give me a sign. Does this sound familiar, y'all? Our insecurities speak so loudly and they stop us from leaning on God and his sovereignty. They stop us from trusting God in the call that he's placed on us. Gideon's life ended on a sad note. 
Um, and Israel immediately returned to idolatry following his death. They basically, everything went out the window. But remember, I told you guys in the beginning, this was a constant cycle that Israel went through. But one thing that we can learn from Gideon's example is how to simply and humbly accept God's help. This turns the insecure man or woman into a mighty man or mighty woman of valor. And that goes back to verse 12. Remember, um, the angel of the Lord greeted Gideon saying, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Okay, at that time, Gideon was not a mighty warrior, but the Lord basically told Gideon who he was going to be before Gideon knew who he was going to be. Gideon was a farmer. He was insecure. He did not believe that he could do the things that God had tasked him with, but he did it. How did he do it? Through God's will, through God's strength. And this is to speak to each of you listening today. Whatever it is that's before you, it might seem like you're not able to accomplish it. Lord knows there are some things that are before me that I feel are way too big for me to even comprehend, for me to even fulfill. But instead of basking in insecurity, I'm putting all my hope, all my trust in God because I know that he will guide me. What did the, the angel of the Lord tell Gideon? He said that the Lord will be with you. That's all you need to know. Whenever God puts something in front of you to accomplish, it doesn't matter how it's going to get done, when it's going to get done. The main thing that you should concern yourself with is that God will be with you. Okay. Putting our trust in God and demonstrating our faithfulness is essential, essential, you guys, to our life journey. And that's all we need to know. So to the listener right now, the man or woman, Who's listening that feels insecure, that feels like what's in front of them is just way too much. It's way too big. I just want you to take away from this episode that nothing is too big for you to accomplish with God's strength backing you. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's all you need. Okay, loves, that's all I have for you guys this week. I'm praying that this episode blessed you, that you've been able to take away something that you're inspired and motivated to just walk in who you're meant to be. Um, As always, I'm praying for you guys. I ask, though, that if this show has blessed you, if you're able to take something away from it, that you share it with somebody else who might need it. Um, Rate the show. Subscribe to the show on whatever platform it is that you're listening and then also follow the her soul podcast page on instagram at her soul underscore xo follow um her soul facebook page all of these links will be in the description and then if you'd like you can follow me personally at camille allison underscore as always you guys i'm praying your week is blessed and full of positivity and i will see you guys next week bye y'all love y'all stay motivated and happy new year